you want to make a drink real quick before we jump I in? I do, but I don't want to make it. Will you make Got it? Got it. I'm totally down. Because you did a really good job. Okay. I feel like, do you think I'm drinking too much right now? What are you talking about? Right? I had that little one and then I, no, I'm okay. I had a whole. <laughs> oh, you know, a snack or a, a snack? snack. Oh. <laughs> Can we just hit her? Yeah, I can't. I can't probably have more than that next one. But I don't. But who's to say? Who? I mean, I've got snacks. Yeah, as long as there's snacks. Totally fine. Moms are too. (laughs) Hi, welcome to Moms Are Too. We are here with the beautiful Kathleen Delaney. Beautiful. Who is many, many, many things, which we will get to. um, On top of just being a goddess of a human being. (laughs) Um, but we want to start out with a little bit of, tell us a little bit about what you do now. Um, and then we're going to go backwards so that these guys can kind of hear what I do now. Yeah. Um, well, I'm a, I'm always an actor. Yeah. First. And I want to say actor, singer, dancer, musical theater performer, kind of first always in my soul, but definitely a director. Mm -hmm. Um, also an educator. I consider myself an innovator. Because uh, I like to change things up. Um, yeah. I just recently took a teaching job as um, as a high school theater teacher, which is, I've always taught. I've always taught acting. I've always mentored. I've always coached. Yeah. I've had a lot of children's theater companies that I've started. And I was going to say on the East Coast, I mean, right? I mean, yeah. For, for years. I mean, I, if we're working backwards, I'm, it's like I have such a bulk of working at these uh, private schools, at colleges, being... Um, Coming in and always directing and and, uh, and always always directing choreographing, they loved me because I was a two for one. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know yeah. that yeah. well, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But the beauty of it was that um, now I have, you know, I, I'm the head of a head of fundraising for a theater company that yes. you all girls know. Yes. About. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, I, but I came in uh, straight up because I wanted to change the way it was. Uh. So fundraising was like, I'm like, hey, I'll do that. Yeah. And then uh, I'm on I'm the vice first vice president of the board of GRT and um, I'm also the head of production. So I'm the producing director of theater. And so say this theater, I mean we know oh, well, literally... the group repertory theater in North Hollywood, California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a cool a, theater. It's uh something that has a history for me because I knew Lonnie Chapman who who started the theater. He was a group me- rep member in New York and he came out to LA and started the group rep oh, that's in 1973. Cool. And um, in 19, I came out <laughs> as, a, as a young actor, came out from New York, had a TV show, was in 13 episodes of, of, of a show. Are you allowed to sh- say which show? Uh, doesn't matter. It was, oh, you know, one of them. Mad Avenue. It was fine. Yeah. It was, a, you know, it was wonderful. Yeah. And I had a very small part, but I, it, it brought me to L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I came to L.A. and I had the best time. I came with a wonderful love of my life, James McDonald. And, you know, we were actors and, he, you know, he was at the neighborhood playhouse. And I was yeah. at the group rep. You know, it was just all yeah. the just actors. It was so fun, but um, just the way I, your body you know, right was, was awesome. I connect, I connect I to it so and, much. And it was, yeah. I was young and full of like just passion and razzle, and just yeah. it was just so amazing. And um, so I came and I met Lonnie, and I auditioned for the for the group repertory theater. And to this day, like I worked with Chris Winfield. I worked back with, in the day. Back, yeah, Larry Eisenberg. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We did Carnival together. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, no, I mean, like that's a whole other story. Did but... you see Larry in this last? Did you get to see Corn Monsters? Uh, Not yet. No. Uh, Have you seen Larry act? He's no, I've only oh, seen him. Which I like him. Yeah. No, no, one of the most. No, spectacular. you'll, he's a great you'll just be like. No, he's, he's yeah. one of the oh, best. Good. He's one of the best actors I know. Like, that's amazing. Hands down, he's and wonderful. I know a lot of actors. Yeah, you know, yeah. No, I just think he's the real. He's the genuine article. You know. Yeah. Anyway, I got to work with uh, Lonnie. I'm 25 years old. 
I got to work with Lonnie. I got to work with all these guys at the group rep. And mm. then I got a Broadway show, so I had to go home. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'm going yeah. back to New York. And I'm like, <laughs> so I went back. And I also miss New York. My car, this happened like right before I got the work. I, I It was so funny because my car just like blew up and like the oil came out of my Honda. Mm. It was like the, the car that ran forever. Yeah. Um, I had three ex-boyfriends that were all knocking on my door and I was like, go away. <laughs> I just wanted none of Here that. in LA? Here in LA, okay. yeah. It was like, okay, no, can't have this there. They were kind of getting creeper, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. showing up at real weird times. Yeah. Um, and then, and I was just like, well... I think the, the universe is telling me to go back, go yeah. back to the East Coast. So I went back to the East Coast, and luckily I got a, you know, I had a, a great, I mean, I got Gypsy. Yeah. And I was working with Time Daily, and I, not to drop names. No, no we you want you to drop but names here. I made a career out of playing, <laughs> out of playing um, Mazeppa. So I got to do Mazeppa with, with Betty Buckley. What? Yes. With um with Pamela Myers. Oh my god. Um, you know Amazing. who Pamela Myers is? No. Oh. Okay. I mean, I'm just like Betty In Buckley. Company, like, you know. Yeah. Another hundred yes. people just yeah. 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 The, yeah. the original. Yeah. The original. She's oh my god. So um yeah, with her, with Jody Capeless, um I did it. I just did it over and over. So I spent a lifetime being um a stripper, bumping it with a trumpet. Yeah. And I then, mean. And then I was a whore. For those same ten years, yeah. if I wasn't a stripper, I was a whore. And yeah. my brother one Christmas said, "How do you get these?" Really <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an actress. Yes, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> they fall into my lap. I don't know. I don't know why. Yes. but no. But it's true. It's fun. That's it's fun. so you have a, a career spanning, which I want to get into anyway. But we also want to start from the beginning of you. Start at the very beginning. Okay. It is a very good place to start. Oh yes, it is. Um, do you want to? Yeah, I mean, so you're from the East Coast. You're not from, you're, you weren't raised in New York City, but you are from upstate. No, I was, I was upper, in, in New York upstate. till I was yeah. six. No, no, no. No, not right? I was born, I, I was, um, I was born in uh, a little town in New Jersey, actually. Ooh, okay. From, I'm from Ridgewood, New Jersey. And um, my mom had moved there. Uh, it's a lovely town. I don't know if you know, it has, it's so beautiful. It's in Bergen County. Anyway, I was born there. My mom was like, you know, had the baby and then immediately moved. My my dad. Well, yeah, we went, you... we went to we went to our vacation house in upstate New York in the Catskills. Yeah. And unfortunately, my dad got killed in a car accident. What? And you yeah. were how? This I was you four were... months old. Yeah, you were very <gasps> young. So, it was very sad. It was like it's it's shaped my whole life. Yes, yeah. because so, you are the youngest of four kids. Of four, right. Of four very. And what's amazing. the range of? My sister's eight years older than I am. My brother JP is uh, Terry is eight years. Eight, Terry eight years. JP seven, and Danny five, and then I'm, you know. And you were what four months four old? Months old. Four yeah, months old. Yeah, it was August. Old. I was born in March, and it was August. So. And your parents were together. Oh were yeah, no, they together. were about to move to down to Maryland. They had just packed up the house after the baby was. You know, mom. They waited for the baby yeah. to come, and then he had just gotten to be. He was the youngest vice president for Litton Industries at thirty-five years old, oh, and my. Um, and then was he got in a car accident? Got thirty-five. Thirty-five. Yeah. Jesus he, Christ. Um, yeah, it was very. It was tragic. Tragic. I mean, it's a terrible story, but but you, the things that you that you go through, yeah, you realize they are what you are today. They they are why you are who you are. Yeah. Today. So how did that happen with your mom? What happened after that? So after that, we joined forces with my grandfather, who we my on your mom's side. Do- yeah, my okay. grandfather's a doctor and, and uh, still lived in the house that my mom grew up in. So that was in Forest Hills Gardens, which is in Queens, New York, which is okay. 
lovely. It's so lovely. I mean, in a house they grew up with the maid's quarters. And, you know, it was oh, just like one of yeah. those places that he built, that he made, he laid yeah. the bricks. You know, he was, you know, he and his family, he grew his, he had five kids. Yeah. So there's, you know, six bedrooms, five for them. And, yeah. And then, you know, it was just neat. And so we all moved back in because that was the only place you could fit us all, really. Yeah. And my mom was, you know, obviously devastated. And um, I grew up there until I was, all my brothers and sisters went to Our Lady Queen of Martyrs. Oh, hello. And, of um, course. I went only. Are you um, Irish Catholic? Yes, I am. Okay, okay. Of okay. course. Yeah, Delaney. Delaney. Oh, well, no, I was counting all, you don't know. I didn't counting all the children Irish. and stuff. I'm Irish Catholic. Oh, yeah, you know all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but it's interesting because, um, yeah, we moved back in there and I was, I just went, I, I was from zero to six there. And then um, we moved to Darien, Connecticut. Back in the 70s, I know I'm aging myself, but back in the 70s, it was like, the it's still to this day, the best school systems, the best place in for public school. Yeah, yeah. My mom was like, well, we're going to move somewhere cool and nice, and I've got to get out of New York. So yeah, so we lived there, and I had a great, great you know, upbringing, a wonderful child, and we were, what, 30 minutes from Manhattan, so yeah. you know, there were days that there were no, that we went to matinees, and other people didn't know it. Yeah. One of my favorite days of the—I don't know if I told you that my—that my—that uh, my uh, my father um, is from a, a whole family of actors. Okay. My dad was not an actor. He was, you know, he was the only one that didn't go that route. Yeah. But my both my uh, grandparents were in vaudeville. Uh. Um, they met, and my grandmother, Grammy uh, Mary O'Moore, left at fifteen, sorted. Left at fifteen and met and met Jeremiah Delaney and married him. And that was, and he was 15 years her senior. So he was 30, she was 15. Anyway, they Ooh. met because they were doing, they did um, Irene. Remember the musical? Well, whatever. It, it's, the, yeah. it's an old 30s musical. But but uh, they met and they did it in um, in Boston, out of town. So she was the first understudy for the oh for Broadway. Oh my God, I love and these And so they did so it, much. yeah. So anyway, but he was known as the Irishman in vaudeville with W.C. Fields. What? So, yeah, this is my grandfather. What? Your, like, blood is thick yeah, with so the so I've got air. this whole I side. And, and he was also, he, he honestly, he died on set. What? Of Marlon Brando on the waterfront. I found this out, actually, on his, he was one of the guys in on the waterfront. Yeah. With Marlon Brando. He died he on? Died, he died, like, during the filming. <gasps> and what freaked me out is I didn't find that out until his, till somebody else's, like, like till my aunt, his daughter's um, funeral. We didn't find these things out until the stories came out. Yeah, I, yeah, you know, yeah. Because they yeah. weren't braggers; they were just working actors. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And like, and that here, herein lies the difference between many people. And, and real working well, people. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> so we'll have, we'll have that conversation. Irish families, too. My So I'm going to tell a mm-hmm. little story. I don't mean to butt in on you. No, tell um, me My that. grandmother, Norma O'Sullivan. Mm. Um, for fuck's sake. For fuck's sake. Fuck's I'll punch you in the neck. I, I'll I, punch I, you in the fucking I, neck. Awesome good crack, My grandmother's mom. So they lived in Buffalo, New York. When they After they came over, they lived in Buffalo or whatever. And on the on the American side uh, at Niagara Falls, sure. And her mother, when my grandma was thirteen, threw herself over the falls, <gasps> committed suicide. And I just found this out like two years ago. That's crazy. I know. She knew it was in. There's like paper clippings and all these things. And and I did the whole ancestry thing and only went back on my dad's side because they were, um, uh, what are they called when they live in Quakers? Oh, so they've been here since like the 1600s or whatever. And so, but the Irish side. 
I had to pay extra <laughs> to follow them back to Ireland or wherever. And I was like, I don't have $65, so I'm not doing that. <clears throat> but, so my mom was like, yeah, grandma's mother committed suicide. Oh. And I never, my entire, my grandmother and I were really, were close. And I never knew that. And it was like the most, like these things that come out in these weird random moments that you're like, this is huge. Yeah, yeah. Up, like, this what? should have been right. part of my history yeah. growing up that yeah. I knew this yeah. story and yeah. you know how many times I go to Niagara Falls and I never even you know anyway anyway yeah. back to you well I'll be back to you but my <laughs> dad's sister was in the original um, Guys and Dolls oh. she was in the original Pajama Game she was in there what? she was at, she was on your toes so my dad's sister was a total Broadway baby total gypsy and she married a guy named Joseph Harris who was is also like one a renowned um, theater producer. Yeah. At Broadway. So my whole life, I got to go to some of the coolest shows ever. Yeah. Ever, ever, ever. Like, Fifth Row, I'm, I'm, think I'm, I think I'm 12. Yeah. I'm fifth Row, all by myself. Oh, that's Because everyone else had seen it. Yeah. I'm watching Adrian McCardo. Andrea McCardo. Andrea McCardo, Sorry, yeah. Adrian. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> Andrea McCardo. And I'm, and I'm looking at her sing Annie. Oh, my God. And I'm like, out. I can do that. Right? I can do that. Yeah. I do that. No, I know I do that all the time. Like I, that's yeah. what I'm like I can do that. So yeah. that was my come to Jesus when we talked about when was your. It, it wasn't on stage. It was watching. I'm, I'm watching, going like I already do that, and I'm gonna do that. Yeah. So that was my because she's my age, and I've got a big voice, and I can you know. Turn yeah. Back. Yeah. So why why didn't anyone else let me? Why didn't I audition for this show? You know? Right. 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 Because right, my mother's right. going no. No. Well, you but then, right, <laughs> right, right. But then, how did that? So then, how did that filter into you uh, finding your niche? Like once you were in your real world, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you're going to these Broadway shows and you're seeing that and you're saying, "I can do that." At what point were you in elementary school or middle school and saying, "Put me in," or, me or in. where? Where were there situations where you were like, "I, I'm gonna put myself in." I'll tell you, I was six foot tall at 12 so that was six grade right yeah yeah i've always been the tallest person in everything and there was a show that we did and i really wanted to do it was called herb the verb it was like a fourth grade you know uh fun show and yeah. i remember margie nightingale got it she got herb and i was like damn, damn. Got <laughs> and i got to sing i got to be the pine tree so tall and the <gasps> pine tree so tall oh you got a song i had a song Fuck but me. i like it one line I mean, and I was yeah. like yeah it would have been better if I did but I was like you know what I'm not just gonna be the, the pine, pine tree, tree so, so tall. tall right so I gotta figure out my own how you doing I'm never gonna be I'm like I'm six foot now it's only gonna get taller you right, know I mean right. I've got a brother who's six ten yeah I've got that's a, you know, insane my, it's not it's not gonna go lower you know what I right. mean so I have to figure <laughs> out my niche of where my voice my brain and my, and, you know, I have to make it realistic so that I'll be able to work. And that, and then yeah. my aunt, who was my hugest fan and best proponent, she was like, listen, you're not going in the chorus because nobody's going to, you're not going to fit, you know? She's right, right, she right, always right. said the same thing. And you I can't said, partner. Well, it's hard to and, partner. And yes, I did partner because I played Dorcas. I did Seven Brides for Seven oh, Brothers. So okay. I, I got to partner if somebody was tall. And I yeah. found out a really good way to get a role when you're tall, a dance role, is to go to the guy's audition. Ooh, so really? that, that's what I used to do. I'd all, I'd go to all the men. I'm like, I'm oh, so sorry. I couldn't make it for the girls audition. 
So I, is it okay if I dance with the guys? So that way you don't look n- like yeah, nine yeah, feet tall. Yeah, yeah. You look, you know, you look what you are. Yeah. You, and, and of course there's still short guys, but that I got, I got a chorus line out of it. I got, no, trust me. Yeah. I, I, I found my little niche and I yeah. learned that, but that was back in the day. It's so it's interesting not, it's that not, you had that awareness about yeah. you at such a young age. Like I was telling yeah. you, like I didn't even, I got cast and then they put me on stage mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this is what I've done all this time. This is crazy. Right. Oh, okay. And then I realized then that my awareness started to come, right? Like, yeah. oh, yeah. And But you said... I had it kind of as a kid, though, growing up and just being exposed to things and just knowing yeah. that, like, now that girl, she's five foot nine. That's perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you want to be a rockette? You have to be right. five, you know, and there's all these, like, like limits and there's always these things. You, do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't... It was always, like... Everyone was trying to tell me, no, don't do it. So what do you do? Say, forget that. Right. Go- oh, you I'm told me no? To of it, course you know? I'm doing it. But you it. have yeah. to figure out your way but, to do it. But I think how that's... am I going to do it and how am I going to figure that out? And how right. are you going to be successful? Like, well, yeah. And, how are you going to... And how are you different from the other guy? You know? Yeah. I mean, how yeah. do you get the role? Right. I mean, you have and to especially be... if you're... there. There's something that I tell my actors that are auditioning and stuff and they'll say, oh, I'm going to... You know, they say slate first. And I said, don't slate first. Don't fucking slate first. Because the second they see you, they might be like, oh, she's too blonde. Oh, she's too whatever. Yeah. Right. But if you just do the work first. And my America friend of mine told me this. She's like, just just do the work first. Show them your work. Mm-hmm. Or like on your resume, don't put your height and your weight. Because no. if their leading man is like 5'3", and you're 5'6". Well, that's why people lie. Well, or don't put it on there. Right. And then what right. happens is exactly. they love you because you're talented or whatever. Do not right. ever give them a reason to say no. Right. And so if you are walking in, like you said, to the girls' audition, mm. they've you've given them a reason to say no, even though you're the best one in the room. But right. if you walk in with the guys, mm-hmm. you're going, I want you to see me for me, and right. I want you to see my talent first, and then you're going to rearrange the entire cast around me. Right, exactly. Yeah. And and honestly, they can figure out if you're going to be able to partner because you're going to have that other guy. That's it. That right, yep. exactly. You're gonna be, look at those two. Oh, they're yeah. fabulous. Right, And that's right. what happens. And so look at I the chemistry. Up, yeah. yeah. Figure yeah, out the way fun. that is your or- I mean, open door. And, and, and it's changed a lot. The business has changed a lot yeah. since then. Well, but, but, I, very, but it's still the same, you know, you still work your magic in how you work. Well, it, I think know? that it goes along with, like, Melanie and I's philosophy is we just do until we're told no. So well, like then we you keep doing it anyway. Well, <laughs> yes, but the point is, is that in a, in a respectful way, you still went in. You were you were gonna go in regardless for sure. before they could tell you. It's not like you called and said, "I'm sorry, I can't make that audition. Can I come into the men's?" No, oh, no. you just went in. Yeah, you just and waited it. for them to tell you no. If they, yeah. you know, yeah. what were you gonna lose? And you come right. in with all the answers. You came in with all the answers. I dance. Right. I sing. I act. I and, partner and well. And I knew that. I knew. I knew some of the production staff, so yeah. they were familiar with my work. It wasn't like you know, it wasn't like my first audition. No, and you weren't I charging a room. But, no, yeah. and I yeah. learned that throughout the, you know, the ins and outs. How am I gonna? How am I gonna match? How am I gonna get seen other? another way but you know yes, what yeah. I think what's telling about that is that you what what I think people can take away from this anyway is that sometimes you just have to be a polite pushy person do you know what I a mean squeaky yeah. Wheel. A squeaky yeah yeah, wheel yeah. Gets, I mean yeah. you it's it's it, you're still being polite you're not you're not being rude you're not pushing boundaries but you know your worth. You're, you know because you know your worth mm-hmm. you find that angle of skirting in and then people see that exude confidence, and, and then the like, talent backs and up. they're like, "Of course." What happens because... is they take a second look. Though. Yeah, that's go, right. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 wait, oh, exactly. Oh, you know, and then they go, "Oh, that was, you know, okay, wait, 
All right, hold on, and yeah. then they then they flip over your picture again. Back in the day, mm-hmm. actually right. looked mm-hmm. at, you know. Sometimes they didn't even look at them, you know, unless you know. But but I, I think it, it it's, it's something to say where you're not just always playing it safe. Oh no, you have do you know to what take I mean? Risk. Like you no. have to take the risk. Oh God, I, yeah, so many in oh, anything my God. in life. Oh my God. right? Like I think sometimes whatever that angle is for you, you just have to take the risk. Because honestly, life is too short. What, is, what are you going to lose? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know what you're going to lose if you don't? That role. And that next that opportunity. And then you Whatever go home that and you is, have yeah. that eats at you more so than, I went in and did, did a really good job and that was so embarrassing and oh my God, but I feel, I feel good about what go, I did. Because you're yeah, like, at least I did it. At least you know? I did it. Well, that, well I think you've got to get to a point with some things where, and maybe that comes with experience and time, where you just start to go, you know what, Fucking care. I think I know little, what I want, and I'm gonna go get it. I think there's a little blind faith when people tell you no, no, no. Like growing up, when you're six right. feet tall, look at your knees. Oh, you know, you should be a doctor. You're that smart, you know. And I yeah. go, oh yeah, and you have to kind of fight for to be an artist and to, yeah. and to always validate what you do. Yeah. Do you know? And even to this but day. But what do you really do? Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I I can tell you right now that my yeah. daughter, who's a dance major at Temple, and is a phenomenal artist and, and actress and, actors and, and just, model just did a fantastic movie anyway I'm not, it's not about her right now but this is about she's you. amazing but but but, but the you're example an amazing mom is, she went home to my family for christmas oh no excuse me for thanksgiving and she said mom it was so weird to not have you there because we're always together yeah they yeah yeah, yeah. In california they live in the east coast it's her first year at college year. she went yeah. solo with my people sister my east mom, coast folk my mom's 91 she's we're not gonna change her you know what yeah I mean? of course she of has course. an artist daughter who she's very proud of meaning me but was she worried her whole life about about oh god how she gonna pay her bills you know yeah and yeah i was like but honestly mom i always have you know right i've been so successful and so you know i mean up and down it's the yeah. artist's life but when i had children she was always like you know, she's so close to my Michaela. Anyway, long story short, she comes home for her first year at Temple, and she goes, and, and Michaela's a, a dance major. Yeah. And she's also an ASL, she's going in for her ASL certificate. That's amazing. And it's like another major. Yeah. But they don't know what that means. They, they're they just like, so are you taking any ASL club? And she's like, no, I'm a dance major going for the certificate. She, she yeah. called me and said, and listen, Mom, if you're listening to this, it's just that you don't understand. It's not your fault. <laughs> um, but my daughter is a dancer. Right. And she's an artist. Mm-hmm. And that is what, I don't care if you go to college, I don't care if you do whatever There's nothing you do else. That, but she is. She right. is, is, is grasping at every ring, everything she can. Yeah. And I think that there's a lot of people out there too that go through these times of, you know, I go to school, I get good grades, I do this and do this mm-hmm. and do this, and then I go to college and I have my thing. And then I have kids, and then I go, holy fuck, but I'm like in a job that is fine, but there's something eating inside, and I think that we all be, have to be able to tap into that. We're lucky enough to know mm-hmm. that this is what we do. Absolutely, but, yeah. and, I, and I think that you go through times when you do what you do, and you throw down, and you yeah. do it so yeah. fiercely, yeah. And, and luckily, I've been very successful at it, and you yeah. know, I, I've been a working actor for a long time, yeah. and then I said, you know what I want to do? I want to get married. I want to have children. Yeah. I made that decision. Yeah. Which at what age, though? Because you, knew, you you did your thing in the acting world, in the modeling world, for in dance world for quite some time. Dude, before I even knew any guy, anything, I knew from the time I was 
I think, you know, puberty, I think I knew, I was like, I want to have children. Really? But when did you have your first child? Uh, Not until I was 38. Me right. too. Same. Yeah. yeah. Thirty-eight. Yeah. No, I. Well, I was. I was on the road for the first eight years of, of my of my marriage, so oh, it wow. didn't lend to that. And then I busted my knee again, and I said, "Oh dear, I'm not getting a job for a while." I might as well have a kid. Well, but it no, wasn't I'm that. kidding. We were also like, "Hey, we need to clean up our act." It wasn't clean up your act. It was more like, "I really want to be really healthy before I." Yeah. Go, you know, I've been going and going. You know, you know when you run yourself ragged as yeah. a. Oh, you're I'm not always, a good host. No. For yeah, a baby like, how do I, I said, so, we go on, you know, we do this, we do that. And, and together, we decided. And then we tried to have it, and I was lucky enough to to get pregnant with Michaela at 38. Yeah. And I was like, yeah! And so, you know, it was very exciting. So and what? everyone was waiting for me to get, they, I had named my car. And they were like, please have a baby. <laughs> you named your car. <laughs> I was like, but it's such a pretty car. Her name's pretty. Is that you her know, name, Pretty? Her car the was car pretty. Is yeah, I, had, pretty. I had one of the first Audi um, All Roads. Look, oh. you're creative on all other fronts. We yeah. didn't need to get real creative on the name. Okay. Her <laughs> name's my Pretty. God. My daughter's God, name is Daughter. Pretty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it was her. Funny. But my sister was like, "Could you please have a baby?" So you can like put your energy. This is just ridiculous. You just named your car. I know. I'm like, okay, you got it, Terry. Okay, yeah, let me work on that. Tired of your watered down moisturizers and never absorbed, leaving your skin dry and cracked? You need to try petroleum jelly. Heels look like the Grand Canyon. After a bath, Slather it on and put on a thick pair of socks. Petroleum jelly. Start a fire with it by coating a cotton ball and then just light it up. Petroleum jelly. Squeaky door hinge. Petroleum jelly. Rough hands after physical labor. Petroleum jelly. In jail and need emergency makeup? Combine petroleum jelly with food coloring to create any shade of eye, lip, or cheek enhancements. Don't have any? Check your great aunt's medicine cabinet. She has a bottle from 1964, and it still works. Petroleum jelly. Petroleum jelly. On top of being this amazing artist, choreographer, dancer, you know, all that you do in that realm, you are also a culinary artist. I've always had a been in the restaurant business. Right. To supplement. As a server, as, no, as a right. from from like fifteen on. I yeah. worked in a rest I was either a hostess. Yeah. And then by eighteen I was a bartender because they liked me. I'm an Irish girl. You drink I learned how and to you're make, a performer. I learned how to make yeah. a martini from my from Doctor Keating from Papa, who's like, Listen, it's very important. This is one thing you girls <laughs> need to know. He told my sister and I, You girls need to know how to make a great martini. I think it's I important. Said, you know what? It is important. I was like, okay, Papa. So we were like, we had to shake her out. Yeah. And Terry's like, you know, she's only six. I mean, she was only 14, <laughs> you know. I'm like, so he's like, no, you have to understand. I, when I ask you to make, like, the man only had one drink every other day. It wasn't like a, But it better be like, good. But he was like, it yeah. has to be right. Yeah. So he was like, he showed us how to do it, how he liked it. And then we learned how to make Uncle Al's drink, which is a... Uh, Rob Roy. I'm oh, yeah. Old school, uh, yeah, you know. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not to say that... So anyway, we were like, this is like 
better than cooking for sure. You know, yeah, it was like yeah. it was amazing. It was science. Groove on that. Yeah, and yeah. we of course weren't. And and my mom wanted I'd like a whiskey sour with the packet from Mister and Mrs. T's and the orange juice, and then just push the blender. We're like, oh no, no, no. we want the one. We're gonna muddle so for we're gonna you. Muddle. Yeah. <laughs> right. So so there was an old fashioned yeah. in our life. So um, you owned a bar. Well, like no, I, not I owned a restaurant. I was lucky enough that I had some money back in the day when I was working, working, working. I, I always loved this restaurant down the street from... I, li- I, I lived in the West Village in New York for about 23 years. So I had you know, I had just such ties there. You know how you get the, 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 the roots? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I don't want to leave. I love New York. Like, I'm, I was here in L.A. and I loved it, but I was, I was always called back. Yeah, New York. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't done there yet. I believe yeah. that the that the universe actually says, "Okay, come back. There, you, you, there's yeah. stuff you need to do here." Yeah, and mm-hmm. and I think that that you, I believe that that happens. I yeah. don't know. It depends on who what you believe in. We have to be able what. to listen to it though. We have to well, remember. We to listen have to, to it. actually hear it. Yeah, hear it and then go. Okay, uh, and then the signs come like your your car, your your boyfriend. You know that, yeah. that threw me back, and then yeah. you get a job. So yeah. you're like, okay, I'm good. And then um, the the cool thing was that. I always had worked in restaurants. I mean, I'd been on Broadway when I was like, but I still went back and did, you know, bartending. Yeah. Been like, you know, I was a star in other places, and then I still was behind a bar. And I was fine with that because, honestly, you're still a star when yeah. you're a good right. bartender. And, That's yeah, true. And, That's, and yeah. I honestly was wearing a cat suit and climbing up wine racks, and I was like big as half a minute, and half a minute at 6'1 is still pretty skinny well but it but, goes but back you know to the I'm fact saying. that whatever situation you were in you made a positive light of it and so what it ended up doing was she, calling in and yeah. bringing you to success other, yeah exactly yeah, I mean, it, because of successful. your attitude in that moment right i mean i was lucky that's where i met my husband at the bar at well ironically when i got back i was working at a great a great place called park avalon and um around the corner from there is a uh, is the new york um it's the arts club. Okay. The Gramercy Arts, the Gramercy Arts Club. I mean, it's so old. It's like, it, it, I'm talking like, uh, em- you know, people like famous writers, and it, but it's, yeah, it yeah, has yeah. apartments, and they rent it out to people who are members. Okay. So yeah. My husband came from Cairo, Egypt, had left his wife. Sorry, honey. And, and, <laughs> and, and, are you apologizing to her or to him for no, mentioning I'm, not, yeah. I'm, I'm saying sorry. I'm sharing your, your dirty <laughs> but Screw the husband. Egypt wife. Yeah. 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 Well, she wasn't Egyptian. She was a Fulbright scholar and she was a bitch. Oh. Um, <laughs> that's that was your mother I'm, talking. That that's was your the mother one talking. I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, so he was married and he left her. And he came back to New York and he was like still working for this uh, Jordanian Egyptian company. Yeah. Whose um, parents, by the way, his parents. Yeah, we'll get there. Oh, yeah. we'll, okay. I mean, we'll get there. Okay. Her husband is I get like it. on a whole nother tip. We could have him on a man day. Okay. It'd be a whole thing. Yeah, his parents are both, you know, successful painters, like artists. They're they're truly like amazing artists. Like Jesus. Let's Google. Yeah. Them, the kind yeah. Of no, it's, like, crazy. Oh, no way. it's crazy. No way. I lived in an art gallery for like half my life. So. Oh my god. Anyway, so I met him, and he sat at the bar, and I was like, I'm gonna be a lesbian. I am so sick of men. So, yeah. And so, and he was like so sick of women. Yeah. So we sat across from each other and just talked for three weeks. Now, trust me, that was not my usual mo. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. "You going home? You coming with me? Okay, good." And then, you're yeah. Done. Okay. Then, Bye. Then and that was it. And, and at that point, I was, yeah. I'm sorry, not to be that way, darling. If anyone, my children are listening, I'm sorry. We'll we'll put disclaimers. Ah, <laughs> eh, don't worry about it. They, okay. they understand. Yeah. But anyway, then I met him, and after three weeks, 
of being together with my husband at the yeah. bar. Yeah. I reached over the bar and I, I like ran my fingers through his hair and he was going sparkly gray at the time. And yeah. he's only thirty five. Yeah. Like, you know, so but like so freaking handsome. And yeah. he still is, but oh man, like whew. Yeah. And everybody was like, Who's that guy? I'm like, Mine! Mine, mine, like the, like the seagulls in like, yeah, yeah, you know, mine, 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 and I ran my hands through his hair, and I got the lightning bolt. That that's the thing is like the lightning bolt can hit you in a relationship, and it can hit you in your career, and it can mm-hmm. hit you in your passion. And I feel yeah. like there's a lot of people out there that might be listening to this podcast in particular who have either discovered their passion and are now wanting to like go after it, right? But might be afraid or are already doing it or aren't entrepreneurial, but also people that don't know what their passion is yet well it's about listening to your soul I mean and 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 actually getting connected to that because I think that people the world and all our technology uh, kind of takes us away from ourselves in a weird way it seems like we're into ourselves yeah but I find that if I just and it's not about unplugging it's about it's about listening to yourself listening to your body yeah if you if you have a headache are you listening to my body? Have no, a we headache. We were just talking oh, about yeah. that with you our kids. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and my mom is is an RN, and my mom's been saying this since the day one. Listen to your body. You know, yeah. she says this. And it's like, here's a woman who, who was like, you know, old school, bedside manner, wonderful nurse, worked up until she was 80-something Jesus. In, um, in, in, in a gynecological office, and was was like renowned by her patients for being the only person that told them the truth. Yeah. Because she'd say, listen, it's not about this or that. It's like, listen to your body and really yeah. listen. Don't read the internet. I mean, yeah. it's okay, but that'll, that'll just freak you out now medically. I mean, that's well, a yeah. whole other day. Yeah. But, but the bottom line is that like, if you don't, you know, you can, we always talk about meditation and yoga and, and getting into yourself and your center but if you don't listen to what the heck is it that I woke up with this prick, right? And and I and I'm really stiff. I'm gonna take that shower and I'm gonna just roll it out. Why is it? Why is it? What is it in me? Right. What's going on in my world? You have to dis- dissect your issues. You have to dissect your issues. Yeah. Right. Because it's not be just. Well, and you also have to say this is even if somebody dismisses it, and that's a good a, no, about working in a, a gyno office. Is I have a pain here, and you go in, and they say, "Well, we don't see anything," and you go, "Oh, well." Uh, but but no, but then I have a pain here. A pain. Well, this, it was like I me. Had a pain. I had I had some serious issues with myself in the sense of feeling depleted, feeling right. very um, agitated. I had some heart palpitation. I had all these things, and when I went to my doctor, they just couldn't give me any answers for like three years. Yeah, I went to an acupuncturist, and she was like, "You're." Blood deficient. Yeah. It's quite obvious. I'm looking at your tongue. It's white. Your pulse is low. Every Everything yeah. you're saying to me, and I'm not saying that acupuncturists are the way to oh, go, no, but the point is, you were listening you to, to your body. Right. You went so to the, the doctor. minute I went, and I knew that it wasn't just what the doctor told me, I went, I found out, I went, got my blood work, and then there I was. Seek other alternative ideas. You know you the best more than anybody else and whether it be you're unsatisfied because you feel antsy and you don't know what the problem is because you have a great job and you have a great husband and you have great kids and sometimes you get just get wacky but something feels fucking off right, right. figure out what that off is because not only will it affect yeah. you emotionally in your other relationships 
but it will affect you physically and physically and in your work i mean yeah. you you can't you can't be the same positive influence in in who you are as an artist that's right I mean, it changes who you are you know really who you does. are as an artist and who you are as a mom well, yeah. yeah i mean i i know yeah, that I at, like when i mom. am no but no, when I, I when i notice that i am more stressed out and i have more on my plate then my kids reflect that so you know it's that same mind body yeah. Uh, component, yeah, absolutely. right? I mean, we are, we are what we do. We are who we are. I mean, they're extensions of who we are. Our children. Yeah. I mean, we have. They're I mean, actually reflections. Re- In a way, they reflect what we're supposed to change about ourselves. They're grand mirrors. They're grand really? mirrors. Really. I, I believe. Well, that then why are my the, children so perfect? No, absolutely. But not. what's interesting yeah. is that I had, you know, you have a few children, right? I've had two, and I had Michaela first, and she was this, like, you know this lovely being, this, uh, you know, this, this girl. Then I had Maddie. Yeah. So I had this, I was 42 when I had Matt and I was, they call it AMA and it has nothing to do with the um, medical association. It's advanced medical age. Basically you get to cut the line at every like pregnancy appointment. Awesome. Um, cut the know, line. What do you, what does that mean? Well, like because they're age. like, Whoa, no, let the old girl go first. You know, you know, if you're oh. in the- <laughs> And I, I didn't get that. Doctors. I did. That. I wouldn't the exact. That's so crazy. Thirty-eight, forty-two. Well, for some yeah. reason they let. They were like, oh, let, oh, let her in first. Yeah, that's great. I've never been so healthy in my life that I was with Matthew, and I was gestationally diabetic with him. So I started Whoa. at one weight, and I ended at the same weight before I gave Whoa. birth. Whoa. So it was very important that we did that, but it happens sometimes when you have a little old. You actually are a cancer survivor. Yes. So, but you you found out you had breast cancer right after you had. Well, I was. I how was, how so I don't you had I don't Maddie? know this I don't know this story I don't know oh, any yeah. of this. So, so I, want to start I had the, Maddie and and he was you know he's my he's my motor 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 city boy because he always had a he always made so anyway he was this big beautiful amazing smart bright kid and um anyway i found i found a lump under my armpit when how he was two. How, two okay so i had bre- i breastfed him i breastfed both my kids one and a half years almost to two years because they were it, it, i weaned them at two because that's just weird i think right you know, i don't like mom, no, we're good. mom let me yeah. give me give me some tea you yeah. know i'm like no yeah. you're not getting any but these kids were uh were really uh so maddie had um just weaned at like and i was he was just under i don't know Year and a half, two years, almost two years. He he went a little longer because he's a boy. Be a boy. Right. <laughs> anyway, but but he was such a great eater. So uh, he was a great eater on me, and not such a great eater in like real food. Oh yeah. Michaela was better on real food, so she was like, you know, I love a Cheerio. You know, she yeah. was tossing it up. Yeah. <sighs> but no. Um. But so all of a sudden on an August uh, or was it a July day, I had a little weird thing in my armpit, and I was like, oh. I thought I had a like an ingrown hair. Like what like, in your what? armpit? What did it feel like? It felt like? like a little. It felt like a, a like a little piece I'm of. I'm rubbing my armpit. I know I'm rubbing my armpits well, too. It, it was weird because it felt like a little like like, um, like a beam. I thought it was an ingrown hair, like it was uh-huh. a cyst or something. And I'm like, oh dear Jesus, what is that? And so I said, oh, we'll call and we'll get that, you know, figured out. What year was this? Do you remember? Uh yeah, it was um, 2009. The okay. summer of 2009. And I remember going like, oh, that's weird. That, that's a funky little thing. And then it started getting a little bigger. 
And I and I was like trying to get my gyno. My gyno was like a working mother too, so she was only there Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So I I finally got to see her, and she said, "Oh, we need to get that sorted out." And then she did a breast exam on me. And it's weird to do a breast exam after you've just weaned your yeah, children. Yeah, right. because you're still lumpy and there's but still yeah, stuff happening. But she yeah. said, what's that? And I had this tiny little like pea-sized thing in my right breast, as well as the yeah. as the thing under my arm. She's like, all right, needle biopsy. <gasps> Not even a mammogram. Get... She just went right in. Oh, no. We went dived. How are you doing? Yeah. It was, um, I, I don't know, it's kind of blurry for me because... What? what? Yeah. Anyway, and I said, well, you know, it's 50-50 chance, right? When I'm at the needle, needle biopsy and the guy oh looks at God. me like, yeah. And I'm like, trying to be ultra positive and ultra, you know, and that, and that was actually, that was my, that was my gift. That was my key. Yeah. Anyway, I found out that I had 24 lymphs that were uh, involved. 24? Uh, in my arm. Oh my lymphs. God. And, um, and I had, and I had gone from this really small thing, like a little pea, to the size of a quarter by the time they got to the needle biopsy. It grew so fast. So listen, I'm a holistic girl all the way. I really believe that we can eat it away. We can we can we can solve it. Pray it but away. But I was like, fuck that. Just get this yeah. give, give me the chemo. Get it to me right away. So I, I don't mean to be that way, but truth become uh, I mean my whole world changed. I said, "Yes. Just get it gone. What do you need? Tell me how you do it." Yeah. All right, let's go. Yeah. I had my husband there. I had, you know, and I always have my mom there because my mom is a uh, mother is an is a my dad was a PhD. My her dad was an MD. She's an RN. I'm like, I just need some solid medical good. If yeah. I'm being emotional, I need a question. Yeah, yeah. So I had her there, and um, we all came to the same conclusion. Uh, yeah, we're getting. So I did chemo first. Uh, then we did um, we did an operation. We took we did a lumpectomy. Took it yeah. out, and then I did radiation. So chemo was really interesting because I was choreographing a show. Yeah, <laughs> I was choreographing Chicago again. Okay, and uh, at one point I had a party. I said, "Everybody's coming over. Come on, it's gonna." Because Maddie was still on my hip. He was yeah, two. and one day he pulled out my hair, and it was a clump that. Yeah. Of like, uh, like, like I was bald on one side of my hair, and I said, "Oh, we need to shave my head." Yeah. You know, Let's get this gone now. They yeah. told me it was going to happen, and I'm feeling okay. So we had like this, you know, drum circle, wonderful, amazing shave your head ceremony. With so a cast. Other people came and shaved their heads. Yeah. And uh, I had my hairdresser do mine, so at least it was good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, she was amazing, and uh, and I had a I I was. Incredibly bald for a while. What was weird is going back into into rehearsal after you're feeling better. Yeah. You know, you're on the day that you're not on chemo and you're like, okay, great. So okay, everybody, we're doing so it's it's all fussy and it's all like you know, and I'm wearing like a hat, and then I'm hot. I, they they gave me a wig. Oh people, don't do that. Oh yeah. Yeah, they gave you a wig and you're trying. Like, what are you kidding me? I'm, yeah. I'm so better off with just a hat on. I'm good. I'm good to go. And that was just me. Yeah. So to all you people who wear wigs, God love you. Well, and you were going in from rehearsal in front of the same exact people to rehearsal with the same exact people, and all of a sudden you're like who wearing knew a hat. Me? And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, we're not. Why wear a wig at this like, point? You're I'm good. Like, I'm not feeling. What it was it was my own. Like again, it's a mirror thing. Well, it's different than like, wearing a wig as earrings, right? Like some people like right, add, right, right, right. additionally wear wigs to compliment, like. 
I'm feeling this today or whatever. But if you, that's not something that's in your well, yeah, every day. I got the wig and I did put it on one day and I did a picky thing of the of the. It's part of the cancer process. Yeah. And it's oh, they lovely. like show you the wigs. And, oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and I was with my best friend Maria. She's like, oh, that's horrible. You know, she's like, <laughs> that's a good, that's a good friend to bring. Friend. It's that's probably like one. my QVC yeah. wig that I bought for our sketch. She's like, QVC oh, sketch. Right. Oh, that's not your hair. No, don't do that. Oh no. Oh, that's a good one. You know, like yeah, yeah. So it's really funny. To have to have your bestie, you know, because it's a bad time, y'all. It doesn't. Yeah. It's not a good time. Yeah. But you need if laughter. you have laughter, that's what I said. Comedy was my savior. Yeah. Comedy and um, and lots of people being around. For me, I just liked having people come on my porch. And at the point, I had this. You know, I was like, it was nobody came over and went. Oh, nobody did that because they knew like we don't do that to Kathleen. Mm. They're like Kathleen, what do you want to drink? And I'm like, no, I'm not drinking. But what are you drinking? Let me make your like, yeah, no, yeah. No, you know what I mean. It was more fun and yeah. and merriment in the sense of, and and then you know we get to the down and dirty of how you really feel and yeah. You know, but but it wasn't. I, I I think the whole thing for me is that that I was stage four. You guys, I was mm. supposed to die, and I said I said to God and the universe, I said, Hey, wait a minute, you just gave me two amazing children. That's so fucked up. How do you take them? How do you let someone else who was supposed to raise them, raise them? They don't have the same skills that I do. Yeah. You know, you gave them to me. Come on. So we had a conversation many nights, many nights, and uh, and and I was allowed to um, continue to raise them. And I'm here to tell the tale. Did you, while you were, thank God, thank you God for listening to her while she was going through that, but did you, during that time, did you ever feel like you had to have talks with them or, or like how were you feeling during that time of, of preparation or not or were you just like putting your foot down Maddie was easy because he was two yeah he was he was like you know he just needed you know he, he just needed to be paid attention to so I put I felt, I felt guilty remember we talked about guilty a little bit yeah the thing I felt most guilty about was that when I was going through chemo really seriously um, I put him in daycare too early is what I thought uh-huh. and then I found out that he um he had it was on the autism spectrum. He's my special like everything because he isn't you know he Michaela, she's the deaf girl. Maddie. Yeah, she's got you know. one. She's deaf in one ear. That's why she's doing a. Wait, your ballet artistic daughter is deaf in one ear? No, yeah. she's not deaf in one ear. She is. She has complete hearing loss on the on the bottom spectrum, of of the whole spectrum of it all. She's on the lower third. She can't hear. So, Mama speaks on the lower third. Right. So I was like going, Michaela, always screaming from her yeah, to come yeah, to yeah, dinner. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, she popped down. Because she didn't like, hear you when you And spoke I was so it. angry. She didn't hear. I was yelling. Yeah. yeah, but your kids are spectacular. Not only are they going, you know, your daughter graduated from a, a uh, charter, yeah, CS Arts, which is in a performing arts high school. The which sister is, school to OSHA. Right, and Jesus. now that your son is at. So, you know, and then along the way, they've been giving these IEPs. There were, you know, they've had to grow up with a mom who, who is not only is an artist and is a culinary artist, but also as a cancer survivor. And knowing how you balance all of that and how you tried to, you know, make that all fit so that everyone felt, I don't know, yes. And and not only validated your work, but validated your health, validated what they needed to do. Like, how did you do all of that? 
Well, I think part of it is that you you just do what you do. Come on, we're 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 women, and you know, we we're just we just do what we do, for the betterment of of whatever it is we have to do. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a you know. I mean, I have a, I I I have a ma- I have a great husband. He has his his own issue. You know, his own stuff that he needs to do, and and we decided to to move to California myself, my children, and I said, Matthew, when you can, please come with us, but I can't wait to see you. And so we, we yeah. actually left, and I said, hey, we need to go here to be, for them to have a better education, yeah. for them to have a better life. That's tough. I left my family, I left my husband, I left a 5,000 square foot house and six acres, you know, and it was okay, I, I wanted to do that, but... I live here in California in a two-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment with sometimes two people, sometimes four people. Now that yeah. my kid, you know, yeah. and I and I say to anyone, you can do whatever you want. You can make it happen if it is what you want. So figure out the the who, what, where, why, why. You know, all yeah. all the things yeah. we do as actors. You know, uh, how you beat out a script, beat out your life, figure it out. Why do you want to do this? Is it what's what's important to you? What's important to me is to be happy. So no matter what I do, if I'm not happy, I'm not doing it. I'm not playing. So what are we I'm going to get us into, uh, it seems like we're gaming. hearing you, which I love. All right, good. Well, I'm here Gamey to be heard. time. Let's do, are yeah. we gamey? We're, we're you can get closer to the mic at any time. Okay. Okay. It's so natural. <laughs> right? It is. Isn't you it? Look incredibly natural. Ew, what? Why? Brooklyn, that's so disgusting. She didn't yell at me. I love that. I, love I didn't that. hear it because you have to get closer. Because I, I was, well, like, I was re- I'm really not trying to go. I was stirring right? potato salad. You're trying years. to be. That is so disgusting. You were trying stop to rim it. me. I I'm going to stop recording. I'm going to stop recording. I'm stirring potato salad. In my ears. I'm wearing headphones. Oh, my. Stirring Poor potato girl. salad. Okay. This one's going to be an easy one, I think. You think? Okay. I might need another drink before we get going to the game. <laughs> Let's do the game. Okay. Would you rather uh, uh, never drink coffee again or alcohol again? Never drink coffee again. Right? Fuck that. Uh, would you rather have disgusting feet or very long inner labia menorah? I'm gonna stick with my disgusting feet. <laughs> oh, okay. so you've had the, I already have. You've disgusting. had to make this decision. I've been before. a dancer my whole life. Come on, they just are. Okay. Uh... <laughs> okay, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a, a gross one. Oh please. Okay. Would you rather have your eyelids flipped for the rest of your life, or squish poop between your teeth? Eyelids. Really? <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't put eyelids between your teeth. I've got a real hard time with um, excessive poop. But I'm poop really... is once. Yeah, but that's oh, a... that was so only one time. It was only not forever. Yeah. Oh. It's a one time. You don't have to push, or squish... eyelids. Forever. I don't know how you would squish poop between your teeth forever. I was just well, say, that's a bad day. Oh, I had Invisalign. Okay, maybe one time. So I have like gaps from Invisalign. So you could like you know what I mean. So I can. Stop fucking making. Okay, one time with the poop, I do that and then not fuck up my eyelids. Okay. Yeah, forever. Okay. You don't have to do that forever. I thought I thought it was a forever thing. I'm both like no. a continual poop. I would never do that. I'm like to I you. have issues with that. Yeah. No, I understand. Okay, I have one. So, okay. would you rather use a rose bush as a loofah 
or sleep with your first grade teacher? Oh. Rosebush. Who was your first grade teacher? Yeah. The meanest woman in the world, Mrs. Really? Caruso. Yeah, she told my mom to watch out for me. <gasps> well, she wasn't she said, wrong. Well, stop it. You didn't say that to my mom <laughs> in first grade. I don't think that's fair, though. I was lovely in first yeah. grade. Yeah, well, you're lovely six. now. I was six. Yeah. I think she knew. She just knew. But she should not. She was like 800 years old. She should not old. have said that and to your mom. She should not have been teaching first grade. She was no. like evil old woman. I'm like, I don't know what the We're assuming she's is. dead now, right? I, okay. No, she Because we're not going to offend her family. Yeah. She was mean. Rest Personally. in peace. My mom was like, how did, that woman, <laughs> how did that woman say that about my dear little sweet That's Kathy? terrible. As you were in there. Yeah, was exactly. Like smoking, <laughs> in the bushes like, ah, can you believe it? <laughs> How'd that bitch, bitch get my number? How'd that bitch see me? <laughs> All of a sudden, <laughs> she's mod shot. Smoke them if you got them. Oh, hey, my God. I got stories. Well, I'm going to tell you what. This is, I'm going to stop right here because this is amazing, and I have so, but I, but we have to have you back on. You know what, guys? It's Go just, through you guys are my dear friends, and I'll come back anytime. You teach us so much. Well, but you know what? You We all teach each other so much. You know, we all teach each other because... I don't, you know, it's fun to talk like this. This is a great opportunity. I wish we could do that more with all, all our other friends. I know, I know. So, but that's really, why we do this, to be honest you, with you. Because it's, but you know, it's the people you really want to talk yeah. about. Yeah. But, but it's interesting because you don't know people's real oh, stories. Real stories. And you don't know, like, did you know that my aunt was like the original? Blah, blah, no, blah. but no. that's the thing is like, you and know. I feel like that's one of the reasons that we are doing this is because Brooke and I talk to each other too much. But we also, I mean, we've heard but the same we stories. We all talk to each other too much. We don't always talk to each other about these things. That's though. it. That's all that well, stuff. Well, that's that... the thing. I think what she's saying is her and I can go into depth right. with each you're, other. You're or, well, and but, I've also heard but, her stories way too many times. I've heard all of them like nine times. Right. If, don't ask her about her middle school play because I've already <laughs> I've, I've heard, I've heard it now. Okay, thank you. Yeah, but. I like that. I like that a lot. I need I'm fresh good. material. Yeah, we need something <laughs> new. We need a bigger, bigger boat, people. Yeah. I need a bigger boat. But I think pulling inspiration from, yeah. like, hearing your story and how you dealt with, how you, you, like, literally, you have so many, like, plot points throughout your life where, you know, we can sit here and go, how is that even possible? How is this real life? Which but we everybody can't even really does. get to chomp on, but okay. yes, to that point, I think this is why we wanted to do this right, because right. I think every worldly, every woman, and and Has when we have story. man days and we do bring on the men, they have their stories too. But the point is, is that I think that all women need to hear what that they're not alone well, in then, their and struggles. And there's possibility. And yeah. Then, and yeah. That, and then honestly, when you think it's the worst day of your day, it's really not. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I think we should... Sometimes it is. Well, no, but, but I think yeah. that it's being able but to call I mean, really. upon... No, no but I, know, I think yeah. it's being able to call upon each other. Like, I think I've had what I feel like is a really bad day, which was happened even recently, right. and I've talked to both of you on those right. days. And it's better. Well, and, and we can be really close with someone. Like, I find you, like, a very close friend. But we have so many of these empty spaces that because we work together in theater... We're usually business, or we're being silly, or we're having fun, and it makes me... Or it's about the project. Or it's about the project. And not about you. Yes, yeah, and yeah, I want to yeah. understand more about the, the person. Yeah. yeah. Because I want to learn from it, too, because I want to... No, I think I think we all figure out how do we balance this life that we live. I mean, it, it, it's really, 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 really hard. Yeah. But it, it's about prioritizing what makes us happy. But what we're talking about is the down and dirty of... How hard it is to be a mom, whether you're famous, you're infamous, <laughs> you're, 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 you're who you are, 
uh, or, or a dad, or, or but at the at the end of the day, you're still an artist. How do you wake up every morning and try to do a practice of who you are with kids, with a job, with maybe not the job that you love, and mm. and, and or maybe not the body that you love, or maybe not the the world or the place that you love. How do you how do you manifest that? How do you how do you facilitate that? That's what we're trying to do here. Isn't that what moms are too? Oh yeah. Yes. Okay, we are circus performers. We're dip 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 and we're throwing things in the air and we're wondering when the next ball's gonna drop. So do ourselves a favor. Let's remember what what we want, who we are, and and, and that and if a ball drops, who's going to get affected by it? Is it our kids? Is it us? Is it them? Let's know that let's not let the ball drop. Let's just say no at the get-go. The two balls and are easier than Let's just three. Pat, toss the ball up in the air until the next time it falls. Yeah, and, and right, and like yeah. wait for it's a, a lot of balls. Like, it's a lot of balls. And enough about balls. Well, I have three boys, We're not so I have a about lot balls. of balls. I'm done with balls. You guys. So many balls. So There's so I many really balls don't in want here. any more balls. And you know what? No more balls. Oh, we well, we're so grateful that you're here, Kathleen. Where can we find you on social media? And uh, at uh, at Kathleen is great on Instagram. Uh, KathleenRDelaney.com is my uh, is my crazy small little cute little. Yes, but and also, I mean, you cater. What yeah, is your yeah, catering? MyGreatGrapes.com. MyGreatGrapes. Yeah, MyGreatGrapes.com. Not balls. My great grapes. Yeah, well, tiny, very small. Tiny, very, yeah. very little very. balls. And, and sweet. More and, of a touch. And, um, yeah, but I mean, you know what? Um, Kathleen Delaney is me, and uh, I'm, I'm found. Don't miss the next episode of Mom's Art 2 with Anna Stern coming next Wednesday. She has a wife, a mother, a master at marketing and sales, and we cannot wait to pick her brain about what we can do next to get onto our new venture. This woman has done it all. And she's here to help us. Visit us at momsart2.com and drop us a line. We want to hear from you. What are some of the questions you have about capturing that next adventure of innovation in your own life?